Hello, friends, and welcome to Brotherly Love Gaming, the show where two brothers talk through the past, present, and future of our lives in gaming. My name is Alex, and with me today is my brother Spence. What's up, guys? Today, we're going to talk about a possible all-digital future coming from Microsoft, some updates on their love affair with the Switch, a new PS4 update that lets you play games on your iPhone, and then we'll wrap up uh, talking about games that we're playing and what we're going to be streaming this week. So, Spence, let's dive into the Xbox news. Yeah. Some uh, potentially exciting stuff, depending on how you feel about the digital revolution. But there's a big rumor that the Xbox One S All-Digital Edition will open pre-orders in April. AKA the Xbox Maverick that nice. was that was rumored to be. Yeah, so uh, it really all depends on what the price point is going to be, in right. my opinion. Because like, without a disk drive, uh, it, it should significantly lower the price. Mm-hmm. But to me, I'm still not going to get it either way because I like my good old-fashioned discs. Right. I like physical copies because, you know, you can get – typically you can get stuff for cheaper on sale, like in stores. You buy cheaper games at, like, GameStop sometimes. and mm-hmm. Clearing sales is my big thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and typically, typically, like, there's not great sales on marketplaces unless it's, like, Black Friday or some special event. So – I don't know. It, it really depends on what the price point is going to be, but I, it's still not for me. Mm-hmm. So, I don't yeah. Know. In terms of who it's for, I think it's interesting because this is the Xbox One S. It's not the X, you know, which I think would have been maybe a big thing. Which you have the S right now. You don't have the X, right? I so have the original. Would you, would you consider just the very original, right? So they have the original Xbox One, the Xbox One S, and then the One X. Is that right? Yes. Right. Okay. So if they had, if they would do it as an X, which it sounds like they're not, would you consider upgrading to that one for like the higher sub quality for the 4K, the, the faster speeds and junk? Potentially, yeah. I mean, the thing is that I would, I don't really want to buy a new, another Xbox until it's a whole new system. Right. Like I, I never bought another 360 until uh, the only reason I got another 360 was because the one that I had physically could not read newer games on the 360. Mm-hmm. Like it just wouldn't work. So that's the only reason I upgraded to the, the newer one of that. So as long as this thing lasts and it's still functioning, right? I'm not getting rid of it and I'm not upgrading. Right. I mean, I have my switch anyways. So like it's not a huge deal to me and I have my PC. So it, it really like if this one takes a dump and this is a good, a good price point then maybe but Mm -hmm. if it for the 1s i just don't see why they would downgrade after coming out with the new right the 1x like why would they re why would they go back to the 1s with all the upgraded hardware that they already have Mm -hmm. so i don't know yeah then even in that case you know unless they give you the option to somehow like register your physical copies you know, you already have a library of physical games. So if your current Xbox dies, it's sort of in your benefit to just buy a cheap Xbox One X, One X somewhere. Yeah. You can use your discs. Yeah. I think that this is interesting because you do see a lot of people on the internet, forum threads, Reddit, all over the place, talking about how much they love digital games. I am also in a lot of communities that are about 
physical games. You know, like I follow Limited Run very closely. I'm in their streams every week. Um, if, if I were to flip my camera around now, you would see my entire shelf of physical games that I've collected. You know, so I consider myself to be more of a physical person. But that said, I don't have an Xbox at all. So if this were, you know, it would have to be cheaper than me just going to buy like a used 1S somewhere, you know, so that's something that I have to keep in mind. But I could see myself doing this just to then maybe subscribe to Game Pass and be able to stream, you know, those games. Because it seems like that's what they would want to do with it. You know, they want to, they're doing their streaming xCloud platform. They have Game Pass. You know, their Games with Gold is um, a good value proposition for them. You know, they have, yeah, I know you like that a lot. Uh, Adventure Time. Adventure Time is the new one. And it? I downloaded it and played it earlier and it's it's hilarious. It's kind of, what is, which, uh, there's a couple of Adventure Time games, right? So what's... Adventure Time Pirate of Venturidian. Okay. It's, okay. it's really weird, but it's really, it's funny. It's, it's Adventure Time, so it's hilarious. <laughs> That's great. That's like the um, in the complete opposite direction. The new PS Plus titles are uh, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, the original, and The Witness, which is like a really sort of strange puzzle game. But meanwhile, yeah. Xbox gets these uh, sort of fun out there games. But <laughs> but anyway, so they have they have all those you know those great digital services that they're working on. You know, so I get why they're trying to do this. It just raises the question of who is this for? You know, I feel like they need to make it very cheap because the people who like the people that would want to buy like a cheaper Xbox, you know, with less features are people that might live in an area that doesn't have very good internet or might not be able to afford good internet packages in the first place. So you got to wonder like, okay, are they going to be able to even use an all digital console in the first place? You know? Right. What what exactly are they going to be able to get out of it? For me personally, like I said, I would like to, you know, get at some of those Game Pass games that maybe I can't get on my other consoles. But again, they would have to make this a more attractive option than just picking up a used existing Xbox. You know, yeah. um, they could do that by you know maybe the console costs X amount, but you get six months of Game Pass for free or something like that. You know, that's the most likely way that I could see them doing something like that. Because then once they get you in the door, then you're kind of hooked. You're you know? hooked. Yeah. If I'm like, oh, it, or if it's even like, if the math works out where it's like, oh, it would be like paying for six months of Game Pass and then getting a free Xbox, you know, then it's like I would do that and then I would just continue subscribing, you know. So Game Pass's first month is actually only a dollar. Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, which is which is the way that I actually got it because my friend was like, "Oh, let's play uh, Master Chief Collection because like all the Halos are on Game Pass." Right. He's like, "Let's let's play Master Chief Collection." I was like, "I don't have it." He's like, "Get Game Pass. It's a dollar for the first month." And I was like, that's great. "All right, sure, it's a dollar." And then I was like, "Wow, all these games are on here. I need to keep this." And then what? It's like, is it ten dollars a month after that? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was twelve at first, but ten is. I think it's ten. Um, I'm pretty sure it is ten, and. Um, as weird as it is to be like, oh, 10 is so much more affordable than 12. Um, it feels like it's more affordable than 12 for some reason to me anyway. So yeah, I, I kind of get like the idea behind this. It sort of makes me again wonder, 
since there were rumors that their next console was going to be all digital and then people were like oh no you can't do that you can't do that so them being like well we're going to make a current version a current console give it a digital version makes you wonder okay to them what's their timeline for the next xbox if there will be one and right. is this like a test run to see if they can get away with doing all digital next time you know yeah so it's gonna be know. it's gonna be interesting i mean going along with that in terms of like all digital stuff there was uh, nintendo life published an article like a think piece basically about what an all digital switch could be like you right. know uh if rumors of like a switch mini were to be true what would happen if they would make the switch mini all digital and in a way i kind of feel like that is even like the case that makes more sense if you're going to have an all digital console to me i feel like having the portable console be all digital makes the most sense you know like there was already the psp go like a decade ago at this point you know which didn't really take off maybe it was just too much too soon you know like the the digital revolution had not come yet <laughs> i don't i don't know because like when it comes to the switch like all the games are 60 dollars. Mm-hmm. like there's very few that are not full price and like on rarity you can find them in stores for a discounted price but on their marketplace it does not change right ever ever so for switch it'd be like i don't necessarily see that as being good for me Mm -hmm. anyways because like i like when it comes to switch i like picking up used copies because like it's it's a little bit cheaper and uh you know if i don't like the game i can you know abuse gamestop system and turn it in and get a new game which is funny because the GameStop employee literally told me to do that. They were like, yeah, if you don't like it, just come back and switch out for a different right. game at the same price. I was like, hey, that's, that sounds cool. Um, yeah, I had to return some to GameStop um, last weekend. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, sorry you know, about returning things, you know. And third, she was just like, I don't care. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I get what you mean, especially with like Nintendo Switch first party titles. You know, they go on sale for Black Friday, if you're lucky. That's it. Yeah, if at all. So you would definitely have to focus more on, like, third-party and indies in particular. You know, like, right now, for example, there's, like, a Final Fantasy sale on Switch. But I think it's primarily because they're now starting to put more Final Fantasy titles on the Switch, you know? So, like, if you don't get them now, who knows when the next time you'll see that sale would be. But they're a third-party, you know? First-party Nintendo titles digitally almost never go on sale, you know? And you can't even use, like I know Best Buy's Gamers Club disappeared now. So if you don't have it anymore, you don't have it at all. You can't get it anymore. But if you still have it, it doesn't work on digital games at all anyway. So, you know, you could at least use your 20% discount to get, you know, a full priced new Nintendo game knocked down, you know, 12 bucks. But you can't do that with digital copies. So, right. I don't know. It's one of the, it's one of those things. It depends on, I guess, how many games you like to buy, and where you like to buy them. You know, there's some gray market sites out there that you could go to, if you're so inclined. I personally don't like doing that and don't really trust those sites with my credit card information. Um, but it's just interesting. You know, it makes me wonder what uh what they think is going to happen. Obviously, it doesn't seem like Nintendo's thinking about this, but since Microsoft has been toying with the idea for a while, 
you know, makes you wonder, do they have access to data that we don't have in terms of number of sales on what platform, you know, but right. could see, could see this going somewhere. Um, following up with that one last Xbox thing, we uh, talked a little bit about, it was a, maybe two weeks ago. I forget when exactly this happened. We talked about whether or not there was a rumor going around that game pass would be coming to switch sort of merging the last two topics there. <laughs> and, um, there's new information coming out that pretty much everybody that has, you know, the ability to have known that one way or the other says probably not. Uh, there seems to be no actual plans for it. Jason Schreier over at Kotaku has said that he's not reporting on it. Like he said it on in like different forums and things like that, that the reason why he hasn't reported anything on these rumors is because everybody he knows and considers a reliable source has said they haven't heard anything about it. So Probably not a real thing, but he also said that at least Ori in the Blind Forest is probably coming to Switch, which right. would be cool for me because, like I said before, I want to play that on Switch. Ori's on Game Pass, so I can play it whenever I want. Yeah, I know you can. And <laughs> I was hoping that Game Pass would come to Switch, so I wouldn't have to worry about buying a digital Xbox or not. Yes. But... I don't know. I mean, how do you feel about that? Do you think that Ori may be coming means more games will come? Is it like going to be like a test run? Well, potentially. I mean, I as as the last time we discussed this, I was super excited about it. So, mm-hmm. like, I was really hoping for Game Pass to come to Switch because that would have been super cool. Right. Um, but now that it's it's kind of like pretty much debunked as far as like right now stands. Mm-hmm. It's it's a little disappointing, but you know they never promised us anything, so I can't be like, oh, I'm angry. Can't be actually, um, yeah. Yeah, I can just be like disappointed that I got my own hopes up. Um, but I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully more games come over to to Switch from Xbox. Like I'd love mm-hmm. I'd love to see it. Like I said in the last time we talked, I love to see more companies cooperating. Right. But, uh, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel, you know, because it was just a rumor and I was excited about the possibility, but until you have some kind of confirmation, it's hard to get too excited about it. Yeah. Um, you know, now that we have some kind of confirmation that at least Ori and probably other games could be coming, that's, I'm still able to be excited about that. And we do also know that there's something in the works between Microsoft and Nintendo probably thinking that xCloud service is the big thing that's that they're still going to push to try to get that on switch GDC is where there was the whole the rumor started was like the gdc schedule came out i think i remember remembering the order of events properly here but the gdc schedule came out and they had like a thing about microsoft doing some kind of talk with nintendo and that is this week so you know we'll see if anything actually comes from that what they what they announce if they announce anything you know so Right. Next next week we'll have more information. Yeah. And that's um that's the big Xbox news for the week. Exciting stuff. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's switch gears and talk about the other console in the room. Not literally in the room, my console's in my other room and you don't even have one. But the uh, the PS4 just today, breaking news, released a new update that and a new app that allows you to do PlayStation remote play on iOS. Now, 
this is uh, really cool for me. I know you don't have a PlayStation. Yeah, but you said you you told me how excited you were. So let's hear it. Um, I think I I turned off my PlayStation. Otherwise, I'd be able to like show you. Maybe I'll try to record some footage somehow and put it up here um, on the video version. But basically, like remote play was a thing that they had with the Vita, where you would connect to your PlayStation through right. a Wi-Fi network and be able to play it, you know, on the go. Like not just like in a different like PlayStation's over there or you know me. I was playing in this room earlier, but my place right. in my living room. So they introduced that with the Vita originally, but then you could even do it like one time I did it from work. You know, I connected to my work's Wi-Fi and my PlayStation was on at home and I was able to connect to it and play on my PlayStation. Um, a cool feature, I guess it depends on, on how much you know, you like the Vita, whether or not it's a useful feature or not. Uh, but, you know, you can, the ability to play things anywhere, you can see sort of like it's a predating to like the Switch even. But they now put right. that on iOS. So if you have an iPhone, which, you know, a lot of people have, you can now get the same app on your phone. And it's pretty cool. You know, like there's just, like you probably not going to be able to see that because of, you know, Things, yeah, focusing wise. It just searches for the PlayStation, finds it, connects to it, and then literally it shows you just your PlayStation home screen and you can select games from it, you know? So I played a couple different things. Um, I played Mega Man 2 on it and that game I think maybe not be very well suited for it because it's kind of twitchy and the buttons, like you were playing on your touch screen then at that point, so the buttons are right. not exactly responsive in all the ways and you can bump the wrong button uh so that one I, I struggled with a little bit but then i decided i wonder how strong this thing is and i popped in my kingdom hearts 2 disc kingdom hearts 3 excuse me kingdom hearts 3 disc and i was able to play kingdom hearts 3 on my iphone <laughs> and that to me is like outrageously cool just yeah. it's possible and it, it ran it pretty well i mean it's not you know actually running it obviously the playstation's running it it's just being streamed to the phone, you know, but it, it, it did a pretty good job. Uh, I was playing in the Toy Story world. Right. So it was kind of funny because, you know, you have like muscle memory for your controller. Okay, this button does this, this finger is doing that at this time to hit that thing and do that skill. But like I jumped into one of the mechs that you can use in that world and just like forgot how to do everything because I was like, <laughs> not holding a controller. Everything is just on the screen what do I do? And I eventually had to like, I couldn't even like hold it in play, you know, just like with thumbs, I had to like put it down on my desk and like use multiple fingers, you know? So like right. I'm in the neck and I'm just like holding down R2 with one finger and then moving the camera around, the right stick camera around with my other finger so that I can like shoot things and strafe and then, you know, hit the square button so I can dash. And like once I got the hang of it, you know, it wasn't like a totally terrible way to play the game. You know, I don't know if it's, if it's the ideal way to play, but it definitely, I think was like an interesting experience. And, you know, if you want to just pick it up for a short session while you're on the go, like if I'm at work and I, you know, I'm just on my, my lunch break and I'm like, you know what, I can just play 10 minutes of Kingdom Hearts or, you know, anything right now. And you can just fire it up. And I think that it's, you know, 
it could be a fun time. Definitely. Um, I have, this is an iPhone 8, I think I have. Um, so not the yes. biggest iPhone screen available right now, even, you know. So you could have a bigger screen than I have. And yes. no, I'm trying to just double check. I'm 99% sure it's an 8. There we go. Let's just check. So it just, is. I saw the model number. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's an, an iPhone, iPhone 7. I have an iPhone uh, 7. So, yeah. so that explains. Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. So I have an iPhone 7. So, like, I, even like we were just saying, <laughs> obviously, I don't have an iPhone. So I'm sure it runs even better on other stuff. And Can I comment on that? And a bigger screen. What? If you remember to our one conversation a while ago um, about the X Cloud, how my friend right. was streaming Red Dead to his yeah. phone. Now, he has a 10R and it ran perfectly like smooth and great. That's what I have as well. Right. Yeah. So I could I could see it if you had like a little bit more power in your phone, it might actually run perfectly fine. Right. Which that's that's really cool to me. And you'd have a bigger screen. And you have a bigger screen, yeah. Yeah, I just um literally just yesterday like declined the update for this phone because I'm like this phone runs fine. I'm not really in a hurry to upgrade. <laughs> but now I'm like, uh, if I had waited a day, I might have been able to I might have persuaded myself to upgrade just because I'd be able to play PlayStation games better on it. But yeah, for sure. If you have a better phone than I have, I can only imagine it being better experience, uh, especially with the screen real estate, because you do have to, you know, the overlay of the buttons shows up on your screen, you know, so right. smaller your screen, the less room you're going to have to do stuff, you know, so. Right. But the fact that it exists at all, I think is really cool, especially because, like I said, it's a feature of the Vita that I really loved, but so many people do not have Vitas. So if you have an iPhone, though, which again, a lot of people have iPhones, you can now take advantage of this really cool thing that lets you just play some games, you know, from home. What I used to yeah. use it for was uh, I would play Blitzball in Final Fantasy X. Yeah. Week. Before I got the, the before I got the Vita version of that one, because I just there's a straight up Vita version you can get, but before that I would just stream it to my uh to my Vita uh, at lunch and just play some Blitzball. <laughs> so that's hilarious. You too can play Blitzball on your iPhone if you want. Uh, cool. So I think that's like all the news for the week. Right. Um, if we wanted to quick, we'll talk about uh, things that that we're doing, what we're playing, and what we're going to be streaming. Yeah. Um, so just today, as we were recording yesterday, when I guess people listen to it, you uploaded, you streamed, and then uploaded a playthrough of um, not a playthrough, excuse me, but playing uh, Recore. Yes. Right. Old game, but not really old at the same mm-hmm. time. Uh, I know there was a lot of hype when it first came out, and then it just kind of was forgotten. Right. Uh, so on Xbox Game Pass, so I decided to download it and. Uh, I did a little bit of the intro and then I was like, you know, this game might actually be fun and be cool to stream. So I literally was just like, all right, let's, let's boot it up. And I did. So there's the first, I want to say like hour, maybe Mm -hmm. 45 minutes up on our channel. Um, I'm definitely going to be streaming more of that game because that game is super fun and any, any kind of playing I'm going to be doing, I'll make sure I uh, record it slash stream it. So that way, uh, you guys can see it as well. I'm also going to be continuing the Super Bomberman because I haven't finished that yet. I haven't even touched it since the first one because I was just needed to take a break from the anger. 
that that game induced. Um, but I will, yeah, I will, I will re uh, revisit that one probably probably actually tomorrow, um, and then various other various other things to come. I mean, there's like I said, Adventure Time is now downloaded on my Xbox, so maybe I'll stream that. Right. Just yeah. uh, just Came just for bit. fun. Do people think? Yeah, just for fun, just to say, you know, hey, this is what Xbox Live Gold can get you. Right. Uh, and then I'm I'm more than likely just going to be like browsing the entire Game Pass catalog and at least doing one video for each of them, mm-hmm. so that way you know can see what what Game Pass is all about. Right. Yeah, go for some like a really you know weird out there games that people aren't talking about as much. And there are there are a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. things that maybe aren't getting shared. You know. There's go literally a game called like jump pack rex or something and it's just like a t-rex that's on the, the cover so i don't know it's mm. weird i'm hoping it's like mario but it's a t-rex instead of a human uh, jumps around and does i don't know what the, i don't know what the actual name is but it's something with a t-rex on the front it's super weird that's great <laughs> i'm here for it yeah uh cool so in terms of what uh, i've been doing and what i will be doing i've been playing uh a ton of tetris 99 um i'm getting better at it i've I've won two games now first time i've ever won like an online battle royale kind of game so that's pretty exciting for me um there's gonna be tetris of all things which is like ridiculously hard yeah i just like i I don't know (laughs) and i feel like i can't really say much without humble bragging at this point but i feel like i'm good enough at tetris that i can see how to get better you know not just by um you know playing the game blindly anymore so that's exciting you know i've won like i said i've won a couple games i've gotten in the top three in many many other games just like barely missing and you know i think that i might want to stream some of that too or at least upload some videos to the channel of it just so people can you know come on with me with this to this journey of me trying to get better at tetris and compete in this online battle royale mode you know there's, a, I don't know if I've talked about this. There's, a, I think it's called the Maximus Cup. It's happening this weekend. It's like an online tournament, but like not really a tournament. Basically, like what they ended up saying is that the like 999 players who with like the highest scores, I guess the most wins actually, I think they said, uh, are going to get $10 eShop gift cards. So that starts sometime tomorrow and goes until sometime on Sunday. So I'm going to definitely be trying to play that. I don't know. There's no, like, as far as I know, anyway, there's no, like, ranking system currently in the game. So I have no way of knowing how I compare to other players, you know. Like, I doubt, like I said, I've only had two wins, but I don't really play that much. I'm making it sound like I play a lot more than I do. So I'm sure that right now I am not in the top 1,000. But, you know, by Sunday, who knows? So uh, maybe I'll stream some of that just to see. You should. Whether it's a good attempt or a bad attempt, you know, just an attempt was made, as they say. And we'll see We'll see where that goes, you know. I also said I wanted to stream some of The Witness, which is um, one of the new PS Plus games. Like I said, it's a sort of really weird abstract out there puzzle game that I kind of can't really explain. You kind of just have to see it in action. To, it just it sounds so dumb when you uh, describe it, like because the puzzles are all based on, like, sort of the concept of just drawing lines around grids and it sounds really stupid and dumb but like the puzzles get really interesting and complex so you kind of just have to see it in action Uh, so maybe i'll do some of that because that is a game i'm sure people are going to be interested in and wondering if it's worth their time 
now that it is one of the free games on PS Plus. Sure. So yeah, I think it's probably enough of me rambling for now. Oh, I didn't want to talk about also, like I said, I uh, I installed Windows on my Mac, which oh, yeah. <laughs> everybody's been making fun of me for. But it means I can now play a lot of PC games Steam that games. I've been gifted, yeah, or that I just have that don't run very well on Mac, but run better on PC. Um, oh, I should have brought my controller in here. Um, maybe I'll throw up a graphic of it. But uh, I... The sort of whole thing was inspired by wanting to play a hat in time, which I bought from Humble Monthly a couple months ago, but is totally hopelessly broken on Mac and does not runs like garbage, first of all. Second of all, there's like zero controller support whatsoever. So you can only play it on mouse and keyboard. But mm. it's also, in my opinion, really, really hard to play on mouse and keyboard because the camera control is all messed up. You know, so I tried like rebinding keys to a controller to do it that way. It's it was just a mess. So um, installed Windows on my computer. Bought myself an Xbox One Kingdom Hearts Three controller, and have been off to the races since then. And it's been great. Nice. Um, I can play a Hat in Time finally, and um, I got. I also started. I restarted Super Meat Boy, which is a game I played. Which again, you couldn't. You could only really play on Mac with mousing with a keyboard because it kind of only as far as I know, only really recognizes Xbox controllers as game pads and Macs don't like Xbox controllers. So it was sort of impossible for me to play. So I got stuck like in this, at the end of the second world, not being able to finish the second world's boss with a, with a mouse and keyboard. And in just the one day, like two sessions that I played of it with, uh, with the controller, I got pretty much up to that same point that I've been stuck at for the last year. So Controllers are great, everybody, <laughs> in case you're wondering. They're really great for platformers. So now that's where I'm at, and maybe I'll be able to start talking about some other games um, in the future because I now have opened up. I have like a, literally a year's worth of Twitch Prime games redeemed to my Twitch account, like my not the Brotherly Love account, obviously, but like my own separate Twitch Prime account. And um, just wasn't able to do anything with them because the Mac twitch app does not let you play games so so now i'm like i can play like all the hundred or whatever games that i have probably not right um but there's so many games that i can now play on my computer because i have good hardware on my computer just not i guess the right operating system so right that's gonna be a new adventure for me everybody i'm excited that also means that also means that we can play games online now um i guess it would mean that yeah so now I feel like I have to, I don't have an excuse anymore to not play like the PC version of, you know, Overwatch or something because <laughs> before I could be like, oh, well, you know, Mac, you know, and that's like, I don't have an excuse. That might be a bad example. I don't know if there's a Mac version of Overwatch. There probably is because it's such a big game, but <laughs> there are other examples out there that I just have avoided over the years because there wasn't a Mac version or there wasn't a good workable Mac version. Right. But now I have no such excuse because <laughs> Windows runs pretty well on my laptop. Let me just say that much. So cool. Okay, nice. so watch out for those streams of what Spence is playing, what I might be playing if I get brave enough. Depends on how good I start doing at Tetris. What, what you will be playing, not might be. <laughs> I'm going to divorce you. You're going to divorce me? Yes. Yeah. yeah, well, like I said, I'm, uh, I... I don't know. I, I'm impressed with Brenna. Brenna thinks that I'm really good at Tetris, and she, when she watches me play, she thinks it's really cool to watch me play. 
Um, I don't know if people who like watch Tetris streams are going to think that I'm any good, you know, but if you I've seen some crazy stuff on Twitter. Yeah, people can go pretty pretty nuts. Like I just learned how to do T-spins this week, which to people that know what T-spins are might reveal that I'm not very good yet. But, you know, when you see well, them... Well, you know how to do it now, yeah. You no, know, I mean, knowing how to do it and being able to do it. Like people, I, I am not able to like plan for them yet, like which is the big thing, you know. I can be like, oh, that one will save my butt right now, you know. But and especially in Tetris 99, they're like the best move you could possibly do because they send like a T-spin double will send the same amount of garbage as a full Tetris will, but it takes only two lines versus four lines to set up, you know? So if you can set that up properly, um, then you basically, you're going to be one of the top players, you know? I mean, I can do that in the beginning of the game, but like once the game gets going, I'm in like the mid game. I like, I just, it goes out the window. My instincts kick back in, you know? So I'm working on that right now. So basically the stream is going to be me figuring out how to do T spins in the middle of the game basically is what it's going to come down to. (laughs) If anybody thinks nice. that sounds interesting, which maybe it is, you know, you can watch somebody get better at a game that they like. But yeah, let's wrap this up for now as we're getting off into off topic rambly territory. Yes. Uh, and we will <laughs> follow up next week with some kind of topic. And hopefully I'll be able to brag about winning a Nintendo gift card from Tetris. Until then, <laughs> uh, you guys can uh, like us on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Leave a review on iTunes if you're listening to the podcast version of this. And also follow us for those streams that we've been talking about, talking so much up. Uh, We are Brotherly Love G1 on Twitch. We will tweet about the streams at Brotherly Love G1 as well, both on Twitter and on Twitch, same handle. Um, So look for us all there. Okay, I think that's everything. Um, Until next time, I've been Alex. I've been spent. <laughs> and that's it. We'll see you all next time. Thanks for hanging out. Bye. See you guys.